Hey everybody and welcome to the GNX Talk Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jab Shakur, and I got my man JB Yow with me. And Mike, what's going on, fellas? Man, we're doing good today. We're doing great. Yeah, sure. We're doing good. All right. Today we're gonna be talking about keeping your dreams alive. For all you and our generation, you know a lot about that. Um even us, we're working on something. We're working on our dreams, and as we get older and older, Sometimes it's hard to keep pushing. Sometimes things are working out. Sometimes things aren't exactly where you want to be. Yep. But you know, gotta keep it going. And today, I got a little bit of bad news. A little bit of bad news for I guess I just want to say I will not be the best looking person on the podcast today. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> I apologize for that because we have a very distinguished guest. She's an actor, a singer, and a film producer. And her name is Sharan Goodspeed Keaton, and we want to welcome you to the Gen X Talk Podcast. How are you doing today, Sharan? Thank you, thank you. I'm doing good. I'm glad to be here today. We are thank so you. glad for you to be here. Real quick, um, before we get all the way into our topic, everyone knows we do the segment, Let's Eat. And for you all that are just listening for the first time, shame on you. No, 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 we welcome you. Let's Eat is just a time where we talk about different trending topics, maybe something that's going on not, you know, off from our original topic. And one of those things we want to talk about that's real big going on in our area, in our city, where we're based out of, is the Colorado Buffaloes versus the TCU Horn Frogs. Big game, big game. Today, real big man. game. What real do y'all think? I know, I know a lot of people, we sound kind of dead, but it is big. Um, the main thing that I want to just highlight is that Colorado was 1-11 last year. Hmm. And TCU was like dang near undefeated. I think they might have lost the game. Uh, but they went all the way to the championship. They they did lose there. But, uh, you know, for them to be going against each other right now and the coach, Deion Sanders, he's like a hometown favorite. He's not from here, but he's been here since we were kids. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Deion's been here a long time. Well, he's been a player, you know. Yeah, played you know? for the Dallas Cowboys, yeah. who I am not a fan of. But <laughs> that's our home team. We got to love them. Not everybody's perfect. You got to love them. It's okay. <laughs> love them. And it's just a lot of big talk. So if y'all want to discuss that, uh, your predictions, uh, actually the game's going on right now. So, you know, let us know about that. And then also, I want to talk about rumors, y'all. Stop the rumors, please. The social media is killing us. This week we had a situation with, um, everyone knows Steve Harvey. Yeah. Steve Harvey and his wife. There was something going on that I even hate to repeat it because I feel like I'm spreading it. But she, they say that she was sleeping with his, uh, bodyguard man mm. the bodyguard and i think the cook i mean and people were actually believing this now really think about this this doesn't even sound right who yeah. would, why would she the bodyguard yeah the cook <laughs> yeah hey what did he do make her some strawberries and chocolate I mean, what did, <laughs> how did that happen and and it, and it went on and i just wondering like since our guest is here with you being you know an actress and a singer how do, how do rumors like how how do you deal with things like that because have you ever experienced anything like that I have. I have. Uh, and almost identically that. Um, hmm. Somebody who I had never even met before, but apparently I was having an affair with them, hmm. um, which people who know me know better than that because yeah. I don't. What's the what's the phrase? I don't I don't want to cuss, but I don't, yeah, I don't shit, shit, shit in your own backyard. Yes. No, it's something where you sleep. I don't yeah. or uh, where you eat. I don't poop where I eat. Whatever. Uh, shit where you sleep. Shit where you sleep. Shit where you something eat. Something with shit in it, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit too close to the bird's nest where I lay my Whatever yeah. that is, I don't do people I work with. So I'm like, yeah. that's absolutely not true. Yeah. Man, the way I really deal with that is I just keep my circle small. 
And I also make sure that everybody who even comes in contact with me knows if you didn't hear from me, it didn't happen. Oh, yeah. Like that old song, if you, what is it, don't ask my neighbor, come to me. Yeah, I don't said, ask my neighbor. Yeah. Yeah, so if you all do want to come in about that, we'll try to keep up with your comments and we'll try to respond to them the best we can. And, oh, Mike, you had something going on you wanted to speak on. Uh, not really, other than rest in peace, Jimmy Buffett. Mm. That's me. He is no longer with us. Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy uh, I, was, I was saying, you know, he, people call him a parrot head. You know, you're a parrot head if you follow and like Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. So I'm thinking all the parrot heads out there, you know, because the beach and the things he talked about, you know, the tequila, margaritas and shit. You know, <laughs> parrot heads right now are really upset. So you might see a lot of people wearing like colorful shirts and, you know, wearing their flip flops. That's kind of, you know, I got mine on today. You can see <laughs> the things parrot heads do sound kind of cool. What'd you say? Tequila and what else? Tequila. They do like uh, a lot of guitar playing. Like I said earlier, you oh, know, man, I got we... my guitar in the corner. Y'all be lucky. I didn't whip it out. You know, <laughs> I would maybe we could that. be a parrot head. Together, you we know, could because I like the tequila, tequila and you play the guitar. I thought, well, I mean, and I hear she sings, but right now I know you're you're, you're kind of taking a hiatus, right? I am, I am okay. for another month, yeah. for another month. That's yeah. all right, but she mentioned some the Billy Hard ass, but to whoop out the very thought of you, I could put in some jazz tones, yeah, yeah. What about uh, who else? Somebody else passed. What's his name? Um, Bob Barker, Bob, Bob Barker. Barker, dude, yeah. Man, that was the big one. I thought that man was going to live forever. How old was he? 100? Like right at 99 or 100. Yeah, they say he got close to 100 without going over. Well, it would have been about my grandmother's age. That, and that my, you're right. And my it, grandmother loved that man. Bob Barker. Yeah, she loved him. I remember I, we used to sit there and I thought he was uh, the guy from Mr. Rogers. That's who I thought he was when I first saw him. Yeah. Yeah, my grandmother used to watch that guy. That's what I'm saying. We all, we all look alike. Yeah, y'all do. Y'all do. <laughs> Dude, they, they say that a lot. <laughs> we all look alike. That's all right. Yeah. Well, hopefully my hair doesn't gray at those guys yet. You know? I just want y'all to know, in case I've never said it before, I'm white when the lights go out. Yeah? Yeah, I am. I really am. What, I'm trying to understand what that means. If you turn the lights out, I, I'm, I look just like a white guy. I'm white. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can't see me, but I, I am. <laughs> my, my, my scientific mind's like, what the fuck yeah. does that mean? It's just the truth. When the lights are out, I'm white. I that's white. Right. Yeah. Well, that's okay. No, I'm, I'm black the waist down. <laughs> You know, so we all have our, uh, you know, we all have our different uh, parts of um, races in us, you know. <laughs> hey, I'm Mexican in the kitchen, y'all. <laughs> oh, I can't man. even come up with anything. Are you just black? <laughs> I'm just black. That's okay. We accept that. Just so you know, you don't have to be anything but black. Thank That's you. Okay. I was over here having identity <laughs> crisis. I was like, well, shit, I don't, I don't know. well yeah. That's it, you know. Yeah. Well, so I'm I'm excited to have you as our guest, as a matter yeah. of fact. And um, one thing we were talking, and he mentioned having you on. We we're excited. We said, you know, you're a Gen Xer. Well, yeah. We're not going to ask your age. We're not going to do that. Yeah. But you're a Gen Xer. Yeah. And it's harder when we get older, if you will, to want to keep your dream alive. But you seem to be doing something, momentumizing being in the arts and crafts or, or the arts entertainment industry. Because that's yeah. a hard, competitive world to be in. It is. It what is. What keeps you motivated, and how do you stay motivated with someone that's a Gen Xer and to keep that, you know, that momentum going? I, you know, I just try to stay as relevant as I possibly can. I try to stay as cool as I possibly can. Yeah. Uh, I mentor a lot of young people. And so I ask them, I'm like, so, you know, what can I do? What can I wear? What, so I still stay me, right, especially as a live performer. But, um, you know, I do little cool things. So 
I'm a palatable, desirable even for young people, Gen Xers, older people. Like I, I just try to do everything I can to stay relevant. You know. Yeah. It, well, I try that too, but I don't. I don't get movie roles like you and do, <laughs> and, and I don't sing. So there's got to be some secret sauce somewhere in there. I, you know what? Uh, I work hard. Man, I yeah. work hard. Like, even right now, like, I got, like, all eight of my phones sitting on the table right now. Uh-huh. I'm emailing and texting, and I just, I work hard. I yeah. work hard, and um, I've been saying ever since I was very young, when I die, I want no regrets. So even if I don't make it to be as successful as I thought I would be, right? Yeah. I don't want to die with any regrets. So every single day I'm working every single weekend, I'm performing, I'm writing, I'm directing, I'm producing. I love hearing that. Tell me, you said something that's intriguing to me. Yeah. Successful as you want to be. What does your want to be success look like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Told you, you can ask some questions. I'm going to lay it out there now. This is a interviewer. <laughs> All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you, I'm, I'm going to give you, the poor black single mama version of that answer right let's hear it and then i'm going to give you the other answer so the Mm -hmm. poor black single mama version of that answer in all these years that i've been a mom and my son is about to be 30 oh wow okay right like i had him when i was like seven um but it, it was like for me, success is being able to have all of my bills on auto pay and not being mm. worried about it. Mm. That's, <laughs> so, there's some truth there. I, I get like, it. There's some truth there. I was like, when I can put all of my bills on auto pay and not even give it a thought, like yep. not even check to make sure, <laughs> yeah. I'm like I've arrived. But now I think it's that plus being able to basically live comfortably, do what I want to do, whether it means traveling, do yeah. whatever I want to do without having to put a lot of thought to, okay, I got to put this aside to do that, right? Yeah. Like I'd still budget, yep. I'll never be frivolous, but my success doesn't necessarily come with everybody knowing my name or people spreading mm. rumors because I'm so popular. I, oh, you yeah. Know. Yeah. My success comes with my personal success. Mm. So if my family is set and I'm good and I don't have to worry about it, like I can just work and live life, I'm like I'm successful. I like that. Do you feel like that's where you're at? Um, at this stage of my life, yeah. Yeah, I do. That's good. Wait, wait, wait. No, because my bills are not on auto pay. Okay. But I do feel successful in that everything I touch in all of my different industries, I'm good at it. Like people, you know she's I mean? not lying, man. No, she's I, not lying. I can actually vouch for what she's saying. I mean, I've been knowing her my whole life. Well, and you got great energy, you know, so that's radiant. That's good. I appreciate it. I try. So tell me then, because you act and you sing again. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of folks that are not even Gen Xers, but just specifically Gen Xers that have this dream where they. Maybe they want to be an actor, an actress, such as yourself. My question would be, how do they get started? Do you ever get asked that? I do. I do get asked that all the time. Uh, singing church. Mm. Um, acting school. Like, I just, you know, when you're forced to take that. Do they still even call them electives anymore? What is it called now? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. What, I like was in high school, you mean? They call them electives. Yeah, yeah I think so. Arts. They call them electives. Yeah. They yeah, call yeah. electives. Okay. Yeah. Well, when if you, they don't, somebody correct us. <laughs> oh, they will. I'm like, I don't know what it's called now. We'll send this to my child. <laughs> right. She'll be able to keep us relevant. But I just, I started doing the acting in, 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 uh, in school. Uh, mm. Actually, high school was the first time I ever acted in that way. Mm. Um, 
But then I fell in love with it. So you got the bug. I did. I did, and I've been singing since I was born. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so describe your because this is always intriguing to me because, <laughs> because it's like a high. When success breeds success. Yeah. And when you start and you get a little taste of it, you want more of it. Yeah. Tell me the defining moment, if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, specifically, it could be in singing and or acting. But that time you made your first dollar, get your first pay. You know, because that defines it, right? That's your it first does. dollar. It does. That's when you're officially a professional. That's it. Um, Man, okay, so my first earned, like, real-life legal earned. <laughs> Uh-oh. Singing dollars. Taxes taken out. <laughs> I know, right? I was, I was 14, oh. and I got hired to do this, like, community event concert thing. And uh, they hired me to sing, and mm. I, you know, got my little music tracks and all that stuff, which was on what was the small one, a forty-five, mm-hmm. um, where it had an A side and a B side. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was that. Dang. And uh, and so that, and then I had my little cassette. So, oh, but yeah. it, it, I got paid to, I got paid to perform at this big community event. So, what getting paid, fourteen years old. <laughs> What did that do for you? Did it ignite something into you to get you to momentize and want to do more? It did. It did. It, it was the first time that I realized in any capacity, because even now, like at my ripe old age of what my age is. <laughs> we don't know. Anyway. <laughs> a lot of my family still sees what I do as a hobby. I'm like, you literally went to the movie theater and saw me on the movie. Like you literally yeah. watched me on TV. Like you literally hear me on the radio or whatever you're streaming. Yeah. And they still see this as a hobby. But for me, that was the moment that I was like, oh, I could like do this for a living. Like I could actually do this and have this as my job yeah. instead of having to be a office worker or whatever they thought it was going to be. <laughs> and you know, it's, it's interesting and <clears throat> y'all might've experienced this yourselves, you know, oh, yeah. but a lot of people, what they do, and, and I know you guys agree with this is they want to project what they can't do on you. Yeah. And they want to say, you know what? Um, I don't think you should be an actress. I, yeah. I just don't think you should go down that road. I don't think you should be a professional singer. I mean, you got a nice voice and everything, but I, I just think that, you shouldn't do that. So a lot of people buy into that shit. Yeah. And yeah. it stunts their ability to even try. Yeah. Did you experience that? And if so, how did you persevere? I experienced it a lot from a lot of people. But the one person who mattered the most was my mother. Mm, okay. And she has always consistently said, like, whatever you want to do. Like, let's figure it out. She didn't have the money. She didn't have the resources. She didn't have the know-how. Like, she had no idea, which is why it took me so long in life to even get started. Sure. But she has always been my biggest supporter. And so she was the one who said, yeah, just go try. Let's go. Like, whatever the raggedy car was, she's like, I'll drive you there. Like, (laughs) Good for her. Good for mom. Yeah, but other people do project their their limitations on you. And, again, uh, most of my family, probably 90% of my family, still asks me about, like, a real job Mm. or my day job. And I'm just like. Because they can't see it themselves. They cannot. You know, with all due respect, I'm not trying no. to knock any of your family. No, thing, no. But. So why are you looking at me? It's <laughs> it's 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 yeah, I didn't want to say it, but this woman is my cousin. I'm very proud. I'm talking about I am proud to say that she is my cousin. Zitto, <laughs> by yeah. the way. And, and when she was just talking a little while ago, you were talking about, you know, what success looks like to you and you. 
you forgot that, you know, make sure your cousin's okay. Just hire <laughs> me to do anything. Count your money. That would be a real good job. She's on this show. Bodyguard, any of that kind of stuff. You know, anything. I, I'll even, you know, clean the toilet. I don't, <laughs> I'm not too good to do anything. <laughs> now, we'll definitely have you in a position where you can wear a nice suit. Hey, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have y'all look it up. When I tell you this guy will just show up for me for anything, he is not one of the people who does not believe in me, by the way. Okay. Um, he will show up. I was shooting a music video uh, for my EP that I did like maybe, I don't know, six, seven years ago. Oh, yeah. And I needed a bodyguard in the music video. Yeah. And I was like, I just need you to show up and look like one of those like Muslim bodyguards in a nice <laughs> suit with a bow tie. You know what you need? You need someone with a big head. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you got. Hey, I'm gonna tell you something, man. You ain't gonna be able to just talk about me in front of her. We, we we represent, man. Yeah, I got oh, that. Is, that is very true. Yeah, that is very true. I'm gonna kick you under the table, but nah. And he showed up, man. So he's like in my music video. The first scene of my music yeah. video, you see him walking yeah, actually, in front of me. I saw it. Yeah, and it was, I saw it. It's a good move for me. It's you good. know, you know how much cloud I got yeah. in that video. Yeah, I see. I'm you sure. know how many women I didn't sit that. <laughs> Look at me. Well, Look at me. Yeah, hey. And I bought the album, and I played it in my car on several dates. Man, anything. And we guess can what do else it? I got? What? I'm not gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> anything give us leg up? Maybe Mike, you should think about jumping into a little acting or something. You know? Well, actually, I have before. I was in a Wing Street commercial back in the day. Yeah. Were you really? Yes, I was, and like, it never when? aired. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> yeah. Here's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> There's a story behind this. So I got paid 40 bucks to be in this uh, Wingstop commercial. And the thing about me is I am not a fan of condiments, okay? I don't like ketchup, <laughs> mustard, mayonnaise, ranch, whatever. And for whatever reason, my part in this commercial was I like to take my wings, dip them in ranch dressing, and take a bite, and mmm, mmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, how old was Mike at this time? I was probably in my early to mid-20s. Yeah, oh, shit. Say, if it was Wingstop, okay. it had to be a Okay. Dog. Yeah, <laughs> and it was grossing me out, and we had to do it over and over and over again. I cannot fucking stand ranch dressing. <laughs> and I'm, like, trying not to frown while I'm doing this. Okay. And uh, so we, we get it done. We get paid. <laughs> and then I think a week after that, or maybe two weeks after that, Wingstop gets this... Uh, contract with Troy Aikman and he becomes their spokesperson so wow. our commercial never aired. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> Troy cock blocked you man. <laughs> Troy Aikman. They at least could have gave you a clip of it so you yeah. could post it on yeah, social really. media. So, <laughs> so, on. Social media didn't even exist yeah, really back then. Give you a, a CD or DVD or <laughs> <laughs> something. Have you ever seen that uh, episode of I Love Lucy where she had to do the Vitamita Vegemin commercial oh, yeah. and she had to keep eating drinking that terrible like <laughs> cough drunk, syrup that, or something? Yeah, that I love it. Vitamita. Oh yeah. man, that's exactly what it was like <laughs> man that's crazy i should have kept doing it over and over again I was like, i'm just thinking about 40 dollars man i'm not i'm not <laughs> knocking that because i'm no rich guy oh either, we but, worked all day for that 40 dollars you can't even buy 10 wings and wings out for 40 dollars like yeah. <laughs> i would rather those motherfuckers just gave me some wings Dang, price of rice to china's going up pay bro. me in wings and sweet tea <laughs> it's going way up <laughs> yeah, pay me in wings but no ranch yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, man so 
But I got to ask you, though, because uh, you mentioned something earlier about how some of your family still see this as a hobby. Yeah. But what about when you first started? Were you still working full time and working in the acting and singing on the side? Was there a point where you realized that you could quit your job? And how did that day feel? Um, yeah, so I did. Uh, I, I, I kept, I, I've always worked multiple jobs. So like I was like full-time actor and I'm putting that in quotes. I was full-time actor slash I might through a temp agency work like a little job here or there or something like that for about 20 years. Um, and then I would like always work these like seasonal positions and just other stuff to just like help it along or during slow times. But seven years ago, eight years ago, uh, I accepted a full-time position at the company I'm at now. So I actually work a full-time job, right, mm-hmm. as a director for, uh, for Fort Worth Opera. Oh, nice. um, that whenever people on social media see me refer to my day job, like that's my day job. Yeah. So seven years ago, I accepted a full-time position there. Uh, but this life is my life. So this, well, you're still, yeah. you're still in it though. That's, that's right. still the acting and, or the, uh, act all of it. Opera shit. That's acting and singing and it's all of it. Yeah. yeah. And producing. Cause like I produce all of those, all of the education outreach, all the stuff I produce, all the stuff I write, a lot of stuff. So it's still in my, it's, it's still in my, whatever. so if you had to cast jab and Mike for an opera role, what would you, what would you cast them as? <laughs> I would, I would cast them. Say whatever you like. I would cast them as detectives in like a murder mystery opera, mm. but it would be one of those like slapstick, like mm-hmm. straight man, like, and you you could figure out which would be which. But <laughs> if was, one of them had to play Keystone Cops, <laughs> if someone had to play gay, who would it be? You think? <laughs> Seriously. No, you gotta say it. Who, which can, one? Say I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind if you want to say that. You're not gonna put me in a. That's a, that's a, <laughs> yeah, a lose lose. No, you, you can say me. I'm the I'm liberal. Talking. You can say it's me. It's okay. okay. Yeah, the yeah, fact that care. both of them are like, no, nah, I'll, I'll play gay. It's cool. Whatever. that might be problematic. No, no. I was saying that I would allow you to choose me. You know to keep. You know. Hey, for a million dollars, could you give us a gay a gay accent? Heck yeah. <laughs> That's something different. Yeah, but you know the other question says I thought you were gonna say hey, like sleep with hey, Michael Jackson. He, or something. He's gonna be a rock Hudson, you know, for a million bucks. Let him be like <laughs> comes out. Hey man, no, we're not gonna go there today. We're not going there. We're gonna stick to It's it's the fact that he said accent. I'm like, oh <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the hardest you know part. Yeah. You know, oh, I'm not allowed to say my I'll just do my Mike Tyson voice. The ex- Can oh. you do this here? No, I'm just telling you to do it. Can you do it? Um, I don't know. Put it on spot. No, not you, mine. You, you got to put up a million dollars yeah, first. Yeah, and then do I, it. I just wanted to say something. <laughs> and Mike then Tyson. another million will fight Mike Tyson. Oof. Man, let's not get back on that. I, I was going to say <laughs> Somebody <laughs> sent me some inboxes and some threats. I don't know if it was. They didn't send me threats. They were just talking real bad to me. I don't know if it was some of his people. I don't know who it was. But I was just like, I'm going to leave that alone. Well, well it's because people love Mike Tyson and they don't want to see him get hurt. I just, I just, I don't want to go. In case I'm, you know, I don't want to go there. Yeah, I, I in understand. case I meet him in public, and my might want his autograph. <laughs> <laughs> now you ain't even talked about me. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be anyway chirping at the wearing. Jazz boy, that oh, that's man. my gay voice too. 
My gay voice, my gay accent, and Mike Tyson voice is exactly. It's I think that's going to get you in more trouble with Mike Tyson than actually challenging him to a fight. I didn't mean to say that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. I just meant that. That's as good as I could do. I don't probably don't even sound like Mike, but it's just. You know, it's interesting when you think about Tyson and celebs because he he was as a child growing up he was a hero and I would have liked to met him or meet him. But I was thinking, it just sparked in my mind. I was like, you know, because you've been in many different movies. I'm sure you've worked alongside some great celebrities, right? Yeah. Have you worked with anyone that you wish you could have met? And then if so, what was that experience like? Were they as good as you thought, worse as they thought? Is that Do you have those experiences? Work with somebody who I wish I could have met, like... Like <laughs> someone like, that you were a fan of before. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. they say that when you meet someone that you're a fan of, Eight times out of ten, I think is what the number is. That usually they're not what you think, and you end up not appreciating them. Never meet your so heroes. You got to give us that. You got to tell us some of that stuff. Listen, this is this is the real. This is the real. So, I was on uh, Breaking Bad, yeah. um, and uh, Mark Margulies, who God mm-hmm. rest his soul, he literally just passed away like a month ago tomorrow. Mm. Hector. And yeah, 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 yeah. He played Hector. And yep. so I was a, I was a fan of his before. So when I found out I was going to be on Breaking Bad, I was like, I don't, I didn't know at first what I was going to be doing. So I, I didn't know if I was going to get to meet Brian Cranston. I liked him a lot. Oh yeah. But I was super excited about meeting Mark, and I ended up being cast as his nurse. Oh. And he was not nice to me. What? I'm just saying. How was he like? Like you got good details now. I think that he, I think I'm going to just say, because I don't want to talk about the dead or somebody who's not here to defend themselves. <laughs> he can't, he can't say that. I, yeah, I don't know. we're nothing alike. <laughs> well, he just was like little curt, surly. What? He was, he was just mean. He was mean. just like, like full out mean to me. Like if you ever go back and look at that one scene that I was in with him, I had to keep pushing his wheelchair down the hall to come into the interrogation room. And so... I would go to push his wheelchair and he would like make note of like, don't push him that fast or don't or speed up. And then whenever they would say back to one, which is in the film industry, go back to the exact same spot and do the scene over again. At one point in time, I pulled his wheelchair back and he turned around and said, don't touch my wheelchair. We have PAs that'll do that. And I was like, Dude, I'm physically standing here holding it yeah. already. So you want me to get off of my mark, have somebody else pull it back? It's, I, it was like, but he was just real snappy. Like I, I little head, like, little little head in his head. Yeah. <laughs> what, what episode was that? Oh my gosh, I know that it was called uh, "Bit by a Dead Bee." Bit by a Dead Bee is the name of the episode. Is the name of the episode? Bit. I think it's like season two maybe it was early on oh, i'm gonna watch it and everyone else needs to watch it go in there and see her it was and early on. so you're so you so but you acted through it you act like you gave a shit i did I, <laughs> actually hey look if you look at if you look at the clip because all the rest of it ended up on the editing room floor if you uh-huh. look at the clip you can kind of see me being slightly pissy but it was like in character but i was like <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, but i will say this let me go ahead and put his memory to rest nicely uh, when we were all back in our, our trailers or whatever, my trailer was like right next to his. And I like walked up to him and I was like, I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. You know, can you autograph this for me? Can I have a picture? Can I have a hug? And he was he he was begrudgingly said yes. But he did because he, he said it. no. Yeah. yeah, he did it. But he but he did it. He redeemed that's himself good. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really yeah. Now, was he really in the wheelchair or could he walk? Nah, he could walk, but he was, that's why I said, I think he was just in the zone because he didn't get up and walk. They were moving him around in the wheelchair the whole time as he's, if he couldn't walk. He, he's method. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's pretty <laughs> hardcore. He's a method actor. He's like, I'm not even gonna walk this whole day. Y'all just roll me around. Okay, but yeah. he was mean to you for that long. I mean, did you at least get some satisfaction when they blew him up? <laughs> I did. I did. Boom! I, I need to catch up on some Breaking Bad, man. I'm I behind. was secretly at home, like that's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to catch up. I, I, let's let's keep talking about it because every time it gets it gets crunk again and people start watching it, I notice a rise in my royalty check. So yeah, like, oh yeah. Well, hey, we got we got you. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. I can do that. You should do it. Make a clip and we'll 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 share it everywhere. What was your what was your best acting experience? Oh boy. Um. I think I, a long time ago I did a movie called The Long Shots with Ice Cube and Kiki Palmer. Oh, cool. Uh, she was a teenager then. And I think that was my best, even though it was small, it was my de- my best acting experience because I was on set with those guys and they were just really like super cool people. Oh, nice. Um, and so it was it was a lot of fun. Um, that was my best film acting experience. Obviously on stage, it's <clears> been like a whole other world. But Well, I got to say, the other day he came to the set he had a really cool shirt on with this iconic figure. Was it? Tell me what it was That's called. what I was just about to ask. You better get right into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, it, he's talking about Mrs. Uh, Dipsworth. And that's what oh. I wanted to speak on because, like, outside of all of these things she does, yeah. she's actually helping the community. I mean, from my point of view, it's in, in where we come from. And I'm saying where we come from because we come from the inner city. Yeah. Right now in the inner city, there's like, the literacy rate in the, I'm just going to say, I don't even want to say the school district, but in our local area, it's terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you look at crime and when you look at things that go on in the community, a lot of it is because businesses look at these literacy scores of these elementary school kids and they say, you know what? We're going to build our businesses over here in Farmers yeah. Branch. We're going to go out to mid Absolutely. So yeah. as, as these students that are raised in this school district, as they get older with these skills, they're in this community where there's no jobs. Mm. So yeah. they have to, you either have, if you're educated, you have to drive way out to work mm. or you stay here where there's no jobs. And then that's where crime comes. Mm. And and this is my perspective for what she, she has this character, Mrs. Dipsworth. I'm going to let her talk about it. I'm not going to steal the show, but she was working <laughs> with my nonprofit, actually helping me out, getting me exposure, getting her exposure. And I mean, it's just beautiful when you see these children and what they do. And you're like, this is something that she's and, and I know she wasn't getting paid a lot of money. I know that it was taking a lot of time. <laughs> I actually watched this woman. She, she's like Superman. Or, or one, she's a character. She literally maybe came looking like this. And went to her. She brought, what is that, like a rental truck? That was like almost like remind you of a U-Haul. Yes, yeah, a big, it's yeah. a big it's like, 14 foot box truck. Oh, she man. goes and sits in her. And, and it was pretty warm that day, wasn't it? Yeah. She wasn't like the average black woman. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that about women. I love black women. But she was not like the, all oh, my makeup. And, and she literally, you know, Went into this truck, maybe looking like this, and came out looking like maybe a 70, 80-year-old woman. Damn. And, uh, yeah, so you're, you're telling me. I don't want to steal that, but but it's just to show her character. And I'm not just saying this because we're, re, we're, we're related. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've actually seen her, like, she does so much, like, that you wouldn't. I'm talking about not for pay, just maybe even to help people out. If I was a caller right now and probably say, hey, I need this. No matter how busy, no, she ain't gonna answer the phone. Let me know. Whatever. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she yes, I would. No, yes, but I she's would. gonna come. Yes, like I she would. is gonna come. She's gonna come. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, she's gonna be there for whatever it is, no matter how busy her schedule is. And unless it's something that you, literally, she literally cannot do. Yeah. And you don't, you don't find that. Not even in my family. You know, we, you don't find that from anybody. And so I, I really, I have to speak on her about that. But tell us about Mrs. Dipsworth 
And, and we'll upload some pictures too. Yeah, that's what I said. I'd love to see some. And, and it got me to wear a purple and pink shirt. I remember that. <laughs> with glitter. Yeah, with Cause, glitter. Cause yeah, the yeah. font is glitter. Yeah. yeah. Um, man, um, Mrs. Zipsworth is a character that I created about 10 years ago um, in response to what he just said. Like the literacy rate in uh, these inner city schools, it was just really, really disheartening. Um, and one of the things, well, two of the things, okay, well, three. Okay, I'm, I'm, that's it, three. That's my final answer. Shout out to Bob Barker. That's all right. No, yes. Yep. <laughs> um, so the three things that made me like really create this character, number one, testing in schools was taking over teaching in schools, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So these kids had mm-hmm. to be able to pass these tests. And one of the things they had to do to pass these tests is read these long passages on this page. And then they flip a few pages and then they got asked specific questions about what they just read, but they couldn't remember because they didn't comprehend. And so it hit me hard because my son was in a school at the time that was not filled with people from our culture, our race. And his teacher went off on him because the question was something about a beam, B-E-A-M. And my son was like, I didn't know how to answer that. I didn't understand because I didn't know what a beam was. Uh-huh. And his teacher embarrassed him and was like, oh, it's a beam. I mean, it's a beam. And he was like, I don't, he was like in fourth grade. He was kind of old. He's probably 10. And so he came home, I was sitting crying. And I was like, in his whole life, he has never interacted with a beam to know what a beam is. That's not a word that exists yeah. in our world. I don't know what a beam is right now. And I'm fourth floor. <laughs> right? So don't feel bad, son. It's like the, the <laughs> things that are above our head right now. Those yeah, that, structural that would, beams. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. But that's not in our world. Right. right. And so you're looking at these kids who are reading things that they can't comprehend, they don't identify with, but they're being tested and they can't move on. So I was like, number one, that was problematic for me. Number two, you have kids who just don't like to read. Again, back to my son, he was like, he would sit there and he'd he'd lose focus. But I noticed when I took him to rehearsals with me, because I was a single mom at the theater, Mm. he would know everybody's lines. But it was because it was interactive. It was exciting. Mm. There was music. Oh, so he God. was learning it, the good, the bad, and the indifferent, because everything I was in wasn't PG. Oh, so man. he would be at school reciting and repeating lines. And it's like, how how come you can't learn this lesson, but you can learn all of the lines? Mm. It was because it was that theatrical element. It was interactive, right? And then last but not least, everywhere on television, there was nothing that looked like me, mm. right? Yeah. There was no black children's characters right barney was kicking at the time he's horrible right there was no women there was no older women like grandmother and nobody was fat i was like oh well i'm gonna have to remedy all of that in one (laughs) shot i'm gonna create a character who helps kids with comprehension right i'm gonna create a character who helps kids to understand what they just read and enjoy reading because it's laughing it's dancing it's fun but i'm gonna teach you in the meantime and she's gonna be old fat and black (laughs) <laughs> well, I think that was great. And I, and I just want to say in his defense that I thought a beam was like a laser on a gun. It, it can yeah, be. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying. Right, yeah. As a toy, right? A laser beam. Oh, I'm talking about a real gun. Yeah, you know, the infrared yeah, beam. Like a beam. Oh, yeah, no, I guess head. it is. Shoot, yeah, and, and I'm 44, so I, I, I definitely understand that. But yeah. Sometimes it's not it's not that they don't know the answer. They don't understand what you're asking them. That part. And that, when they don't, then they freeze up. Yeah. It's, it's culturally biased more than the fact that the children just don't know. Yeah. And, and, that, and, and your, your character, to me, it combines all of that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a great thing. So yeah. she's cool. She's British. She's fun. She's very matter of fact. She's patterned a little bit after my grandmother. She says whatever she wants to say. Oh, yeah. And people accept it because she's British. And what she can say? dance. And she can dance. Where can we boogie, find boogie. some of this content? Do you have it out somewhere? Yeah, all over the place. So MrsDipsworth.com okay. is the website. Okay. Um, and then if you just go and Google Dip with Mrs. Dipsworth is her official music video where she raps. Oh, oh yeah. I got to check that out. Man, you all are behind. See, see now I know something y'all don't know about. Because they're always asking, like that guy, I don't want to say nothing bad because he passes like this song. I'm like, I, I never heard that. And I feel, I kind of feel stupid because, like, if he just knew, I'd say it's a white thing. But then this <laughs> motherfucker knows too. So then I start to feel like, Damn, I don't know. Maybe shit. it's just me. Where have yeah. I been? Yeah. Now I can tell y'all where to find everything on Mrs. Dipsworth, and you two don't know. <laughs> That's <very cool. laughs> I like it. I but, like but it. I will say this: if you hear Jimmy Buffett's "Margaritaville," you will recognize it immediately. No, you know the song. You just yeah, haven't heard it. Yeah, 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 you know, you know. No, right. if you give me the tequila that's in the margarita, mm-hmm. I will know. Yeah, <laughs> the tequila in the margarita. Where's my drink, man? Come on. That's it. That was y'all's key. Yeah. uh, (laughs) I thought uh, we decided as a group that we're not going to drink on Cam, but I think maybe we should get some tequila. I don't remember being in that boat, (laughs) but I think we can. I just thought we have to do it all the time. That's what we said, right? I want to be a repeat guest if that becomes I believe we (laughs) we, we have a lot of stuff with that. I believe we may were just going to change the time because we thought that... we would look pretty bad because we were recording at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. Yeah. and they'd be drinking that early. But I th- maybe we were going to change the time. We record mm-hmm. later. Hey, we can drink. day drinking is a Gen X thing. It, it, it <laughs> is. Okay. That is. That is our people, our generation. Everyone knows about day drinking. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Here, here, I'm going to do this for, uh, for Jab so he can know that we're talking about. Oh, yeah, I know that one. You know that song. <laughs> Doesn't it make you want to drink something? Right? Immediately. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know that. I know that. All right, cut. <laughs> I always wanted to do that. You did it right when I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I was already heading that I'm way. I'm going to be a director. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so what, yeah. what else? Like, if right now, the whole world, what would you want people who don't know you? To know to know know about you right now, like if I didn't know you, if I was telling somebody else who didn't know you about you, what would you want? What would you want to be said? Uh, I think I think on a personal level, I would want you to tell people that I'm one of the most generous and kind and loving people you've ever met. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, hopefully it's true. Hopefully you wouldn't be just saying it because I told you to. Yeah. I think on a professional level. I would want you to say that she is uh, a jack of all trades that's true. and truly a master of all because she works hard. Yeah. Do, you think that's in, time. do you think that's in your bloodline? Honestly, because I know being related to you, there's a lot of that in our, yeah. in our family. I mean, yeah. your grandmother, your father. Yeah. We had a, we what, had, like she, driving I, had an uncle, I had an uncle who, who was her father, who was a pastor. He was mm-hmm. a construction worker, not just a worker. He oh, owned his own company. Contract build, company, yeah. A contractor. I'm talking about building the big yeah, shit, yeah. the downtown shit. Yeah. Not, not, not no clubhouse. Well, I got you. Yeah, yeah. He was that guy. <laughs> and he sang. Uh, he, he went to prisons and spoke to people. He's a mm-hmm. father. He's an uncle. I stayed at their house almost all the time because they had all this food. And they were the first <laughs> people I knew with a big screen TV. Oh, wow. I mean, they had a big, like a 50, 60, 70 inch back in the 80s. 
Yeah. It was gigantic. Yeah. Big, about. big yeah. old giant box. Uh, yeah. yeah. All yeah. the yeah. Nintendo games. Yeah. All of them. Wow. Yeah. Oh, not the free ones that come with the Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> once you go by. You know they got money when they got extra games. Hey, I'm not, I mean, it was it was pretty nice, man. And uh, yeah. Like I, I know that I noticed that in a lot of people in our grandmother and then in Sharan. Yeah. And Sharan's probably the most versatile of everybody far as boom boom. Like that you actually yeah. see it in our everyday life. I mean, if you talk to him, you might, yeah, he does a lot of different stuff, but she does big things that matter. A lot of them. Yeah. yeah. Thank but, you. Yeah. Well that's inspiring and that's what this this episode's about, you know, is that inspiration that because is life over? Is your ambitions over being a Gen X or being being middle aged, let's call it? think so i think it's just like everything else i think you just recalibrate yeah i think you i think that you stop every couple of years and you look at what worked and what didn't work and then you recalibrate you know mm-hmm. and then for a woman I, and this is a question i'd be interested in because <clears throat> women have a harder time i'm not saying you specifically yeah but anecdotal experience so things <laughs> i've dealt with all right i have learned that women have a harder time aging because women usually bring the beauty to the world right yeah they bring the beauty yes and as they age as we know you know beauty can begin to fade i'm yes. not saying it's your case scenario but i'm just yeah. saying you know it, it it can or the american standard yeah. or the american standard that's yeah. a hollywood standard yeah, we'll yeah that, great we'll yeah good point of yeah my cousin are forever point. beautiful <laughs> so the question is <clears throat> how do you maintain ambition knowing that maybe there's certain roles with age certain roles with uh youthful beauty if we call it that Mm -hmm. um as you age that you feel like you probably wouldn't be able to get or or you know you'd be stereotyped against how do you handle those types of adversities or or challenges if you will uh i i think that i move with the ideology that people humans are attracted to what they see over and over and over again right? right we all started going to mcdonald's because we kept seeing the golden arches like on every corner it's like oh i like mcdonald's even if you didn't mm. like it it's because you mm-hmm. kept seeing it right yeah. so yeah. i use the internet to my advantage mm. if you look on the i like i post constantly i'm constantly mm-hmm. showing you this is what's cool this is what's hip this is check out my new red hair look yeah. at you know and so i keep showing people like this brand of amazingness so that they'll start recognizing right this as oh That's good yeah right i'm subliminally getting you get in their head all right i'm like you didn't even know you wanted a big black girl with red locks <laughs> but i got you <laughs> so. and, and i think it's your personality too like yeah. like even outside of me being our cousin i'm talking about watching man i've been y'all were keeping me when i was a, i ain't gonna say little boy because we weren't really that big of age difference she thought we were because of the way the dynamics of them. They were like my careful babysitters. Though, careful, yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, no, no. But you were really, it's not that much of an no, age difference, you. but it seemed like it because of, you know, just the yeah. situation. I was yeah, a yeah. very grown up little yeah, girl. Yeah, there you go. Sure. But she's, I mean, graduated high school early, all that stuff. She's been like, like guys always loved her. She's always been cool. Everybody in our family likes Sharan. Like some of us, I'm like, we can be honest, we don't all like each other. Right. <laughs> I don't know anybody that, if they don't like Sharan, it's definitely they're the problem. Right. And so, like, I think that. And I hope it's okay for me to say that. It's it's her personality that has really, I think, got her to overcome, like, break barriers. And she's confident. Like, when even in the, you know, like she brought up the big girl, you know, sometimes the Hollywood standard, you know, you don't see the more heavier set women. You even see Monique, as much as she talked about skinny girls, eventually she tried to become one. You know, and it's it's because of the way society looks at, but like when you, uh, Sharan, she's always just been Sharan. Yeah. Like, and I even tell you, I was like, man, if that wasn't my cousin, that'd be my girl. Like, Sharan is <laughs> cool as fuck. Yeah. Like, everybody knows. And I've seen dudes 
Hope it's okay to say this. No, I want to. I I've seen some sound sad motherfuckers. I've seen some. Yeah. Sharan yeah. is cool. Like yeah. I was. Well, I've seen some cool. sad motherfucking dudes. dudes I mean, some you, sad dudes behind Sharan. A plenty of them. Boy. Are you? Are you single? I'm so single. Why? I'm. So, I, uh, I hate when people say that. <laughs> no, well, like, like it's something you, because you know right. you get offers. I'm I'm sure I do. I do. Jeremy's shooting a shot right now. No, I'm not shooting a shot. I'm just asking There are some sad dudes around behind my cousin. I know. Yeah. What's what's a deal breaker? Yeah. What's your top two deal breakers? Uh someone who can't match my grind. Uh, there it is. Like the ambition, the drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even care if at this very moment you're broke. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have a game plan and I don't see you actively working it, like yeah. I work seven days a week, 20 hours a day. Yeah. We're going to sleep together real good for those four hours. Yeah. But for those other 20 hours, if I'm like doing it, doing it, doing it, and you on the couch, I'm like, oh, stay there. I'll be back in the next lifetime. Yeah, you can give it all. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I think that's a deal breaker. And then I think somebody who is not the giver that I am, like mm-hmm. the lover that I am. And I mean that. Uh, platonically like of people like mm-hmm. he spoke about my community yeah. if you're not here for getting out of here and feeding the homeless and working for free sometimes and mentoring some kids you can go on and, and, and do this for That's me for me please and for our audience yeah tell let, let's go back back because it's hard because i know these things but let's tell you where you're from like not just fort worth but echo like where did you grow up where did you go to high school no talk let's talk about that just a little bit because the yeah. reason why I want the young ladies out here, especially like my daughter Tanaya, uh, other than young women, I want them to know this. Yeah, yeah. I was born and raised in Fort Worth. Um, I've traveled and toured, performed all over the world, like mm. the actual world in other countries. Yeah. But I was born and raised in Fort Worth. I live in Fort Worth. Where in Fort Worth? So that's convoluted because. Well, I remember my, Echo Heights. Yes. That's what I wanted to that say. Was, that was the, probably the longest place that we Let's lived. Let's go there. Okay. And I, and I graduated from O.D. White High there School. There you go. That oh, is yeah, very important right. to me because. And, and not, just, but, but that's very important to me because there's somebody out there right now from Echo Heights, Southside, Eastwood, yeah. And people will tell you what you can't be. Yeah. And, and I, yeah. I think even didn't Kirk Franklin go to ODY too? Yeah. And my did. dad went there. You know, there's a lot of great people that went. But sometimes right you don't get that shine. You know, like we just brought up the uh, the literacy rate in the schools. You'll hear about that. Yeah. You'll hear about the crime. You'll hear about the pregnancy. Yeah. So the people who come from these areas, oftentimes. They don't have the desire to do anything, not because they're not able. There's no desire because nobody's telling you, hey, you can be great. Absolutely. And so yeah. I want people to know, like, yeah. hey, she's from Echo Heights. Yeah. Hey, she went to ODY. This isn't no, you know, in, in her, and you, you spoke, spoke about the TV and my uncle. She didn't, she wasn't in that house. Yeah. You know, I don't know if that makes a difference. You know what I'm saying? But, no, it makes but, a huge yeah, difference. Like, she wasn't actually in that house, but also to know that I think those things still shaped her. Yeah. Like, you, you see certain things. Like, even me, man, I looked up to my uncle. Yeah. Her father was, I mean, the nice guy. He was like you, Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah, it was you, man. The, the Alexis. <laughs> I, I mean, all that, all that too. I mean, you know, he had his shit. Blue eyes. Gray, a little bit. None of that. None of that. But yeah, man, no, he had his shit together. Yeah, you know, yeah. he, was a, he was from the regular community. And he you. was, you know, I don't know if he was a millionaire or trillionaire or what he was, but my uncle, yeah. I mean, we, we sometimes got Christmas gifts from my uncle. Yeah. You know, we, we sometimes, I'm pretty sure my, you know, he took care of the family. He was that guy. Yeah. So, like, I think that's in you. Like, yeah. you can see it. Yeah. And it's different from, you know, when you get on here and you interview. Like, I actually know this for a fact. Like, remember when I had the clothing store? This yes. woman went all the way to Dallas and where did we go? Harry Hines and, and picking up kept me set up racks. all this stuff. From my, yeah, she had me. I didn't know what I was. I was just a little boy with some little money and 
and she came in like she's <laughs> always been that person. So I think like now she deserves this more than the average person that I know yeah. or that I hear. You know, when I see these celebrities, I'm like, I wonder what all that they have to go do. She's done that. Yeah. yeah. She's she has done that. You paid your dues in a lot of ways. Listen, I have. I have. And 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 uh because I was raised like so uh like Baptist Christian, like you don't yeah. talk about your accomplishments, like right. that's pri- that's being prideful. Yeah. So I, it's not, it's weird, com- exciting, I guess, hearing it out loud. But yeah, these knows. are things I would never say out loud. Well, well I'm gonna say nobody would ever know. We, I wouldn't have said that's out loud. Well, you're here. You know, we we admire that. <laughs> we like to understand. I'm a fan. I'm, I'm a fan of it. And, and it's, you know, it's better when other people say it. But, yeah. but but I'm saying it because not because I feel that way. I want people to also know this too. That's why we have young because yeah. my, what I'm about is encouraging the people underneath me. I don't care really where I go, or what I do. I'm cool with as long yeah. as I got AC and the leather couch, <laughs> sports, <laughs> good food, and a woman. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm simple. I'm just that simple. Yeah. And 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 as even though we're family, she'll say, our family doesn't. We're, we're close. Yeah. As far yeah. as if. Anybody has an issue or whatever, we're there. Right, but on the day to day, we everybody kind of just does their own thing. Yeah. So I sit back and actually admire Sharan just as somebody who, if she, you know, yeah. looking at her as a celebrity because I'm watching stuff. She's I'm like, damn man, she's doing good. And then I know the struggles behind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know. Yeah. I know the times the cars are broken down. I know <laughs> the times that hey, we got to get her here to this trip, or she's trying to get to this trip. And then yeah. the, the her being a mother, like that is the. She, these two kids, I mean, they speak, they're not keeping kids somewhere, really, but they, they speak proper, they're this, like, Man. they are great children, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I mean, I remember my daughter wanted to be on television. She saw them, her and her kid, they sing together. Yeah. It's on YouTube, and we would put, connect the phone to the television. So my daughter thought that was television, and she wanted me <laughs> to get her on television. <laughs> like, the, <laughs> man, it's just like, I don't know, like I said, but I, I admire you. I'm not just saying that. that. I always have. She's cool, man. Yeah, I I, I think the key to what uh, you were saying is that uh, when we were talking about uh, the type of guy that you want is the fact that you do grind 20 hours a day, and that's the part that people don't want to do. And that's probably why you're single, because you ain't going to find too many guys that are going to do that. Well, they've heard me say this, but I'll tell you, one of my deal breakers is spending a lot of money on women. I I tell them I'm more cheap than horny. That's my go-to. I do. Shit. We use them out real quick. What does that mean, what? man? More cheap than horny. Women want to do nice share, get you spend money on them. I say, I, I don't spend money. I'm more cheap than I am horny. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah, know, I get I it do. now. I do. Shit. And I mean, you just have to find. You just have to find the right one. You right. have to find the right one, right? Because for me, I don't. I don't care about that kind of stuff. Like I'm so simple. Like if you look under this, okay, my Crocs are the real sixty dollar Crocs, but I might wear these same Crocs like every day for like three months. Like yeah. I'm super yeah. simple. But when we do, I'm like, do it big, yeah. right? That's okay. So you just have to find mm-hmm. the right person. Uh, and Mike, yeah, you're right. Like it is, it is tough because a lot of people, not just men, but people, um, mm-hmm. have a hard time matching my energy, uh, and matching my grind. And so, yeah, yeah, pretty much the reason why I'm single. And okay, let me tell y'all this real quick story because this is really funny. Yeah. There's this guy, he's gonna watch this and be like, don't talk about me. I'm like, I didn't say your name, <laughs> but more than a decade ago, 
he wanted to date me real bad. So he was trying to court me. But at that time I was performing at nightclubs in Dallas and I would like work until 2 a.m. Yeah. And I'd be working little day jobs like I was busy, busy, busy. And I told him the only way you could even kind of be my man is that you'd have to be like my part time boyfriend because oh. there's no full time position available. Like <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have the time. But you're real. I was real. That's and okay. Yeah. He was like, I don't, you know, subscribe to that, whatever, whatever, whatever. But he would come to my gigs really just because. Because like my nighttime persona is not Miss Dipsworth. Yeah. It's like if you look at like my my nighttime persona, yeah, she's kind of burlesque. Uh, so, okay. uh-huh. <laughs> she's like sexy. So he would come to my gigs because he was, I think, not just supporting me wholly, but kind of making sure that you know nobody else was trying to get his part time hours. His territory, right? I got you. And so we were not official, but he uh, some. People wanted to meet me after my show and he was standing beside me and I was like, and this is, and before I could say anything, he was like, uh, I'm her boyfriend. And I was like, and he kind of leaned in my ear and he was like a part time. But I was like, oh, <laughs> so you basically, you accepted it. So it's like that. Like sometimes I meet people that are like whatever little piece I can have, just as long as it's only mine, I'll take it. So I'm like, all right. So it, you know, is it, you know, he knew that he couldn't handle my full time world, but he was like, all right, I'll just take part time. That's so, all right. Yeah, well, that's pretty cool. So, so now all of my friends know him as part time boyfriend. Is he still a part timer? Uh, I don't even a, know. He's a part. <laughs> he, you've met him. You just don't know uh, you yeah, met him. I probably do. You've met him. You just don't know you. He's a part time friend now. We're still very good friends. Friend, you know that doesn't ever really work. <laughs> That's bullshit. When the women sure. goes, we're f- no listen, yeah. women, do- we're friends, you know. In yeah. his mind, he's like, hell no, wait, no men, friends. Men don't have women have male friends, but yeah. males don't have. We have women that either we haven't fucked yet or <laughs> we can't fuck, <laughs> something like that. It, it's, it's, it, so, well, except so no, he's, he's, well, hold on, he's just a friend. He's just except a friend. Mike, however, Mike has female friends. Mike has, but, let, but let me ask you. <laughs> Me too, Mike. Let me ask you an honest question. He's yeah. just a friend. Yeah. But if you turned it on him right now, would he go? Would he go ahead? And- yeah, absolutely. So he ain't no friend. That's why I said no, they're my friends. Women. I don't care what they do. I'd never put it on him. That's <laughs> why I said <laughs> we just have women that we haven't, put yeah. on, or we can't, or she friend zoned us. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's different here. This is real, and this kind of I guess goes back to you. I don't want to do my own horn, but I am for this very moment. It kind of goes back to you saying like just my personality and yeah. just who I am. I'm like She's a, Virgo. a I am a Virgo. My birthday is next week. Um happy early birthday. Thank you. But it's like I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a guy's girl. Like I'm a cool. Like I will go race car driving with you. Like I'm a guy. Like I'll fix stuff. Like it's real for me. Because I would tell her she's full of shit. Watch me watch me burn out of this parking lot and then look convertible out of this spot. (laughs) But no, and so the deal is is that I'm always friends with the guys anyway. Right? Like I I closely move like their homeboy. Right, yeah. Like we talk about stuff. Like we see a girl, I'm like, yeah, that booty is fake though. You don't want to do that, right? <laughs> so I'm that kind of a girl with guys anyway. Like I'm a cool guy girl. So then when we become like more, it's a bonus because I'm a great cook. I'm a great everything. Like all, all the stuff, all the good stuff. I'm great at it, right? Because that's how I work. All yeah. of my grind is hot solid. Yeah. So then when we're no longer friends, they still have the benefit of the cool home girl. That they can kick you with, hang out with. They get all the good stuff still. They just lose that one benefit. And so they're cool because they're just like, oh, okay. I still get all the good stuff. 
Damn, oh, that, I don't know. That works. And I'm friends with all of my exes, like literally every single one of my exes. Yeah, that's what would kill me. Friends with them. Hang yeah. out. Go to yeah. their parents' That's house. what would probably kill me. I probably <laughs> couldn't deal with that right now. Oh, you know. That yeah. part I couldn't do. And I just see man, it. And I see it because I don't know. If the, I see the guys. I'm like, I know that dude. Like, oh, they're friends. <laughs> they're, they're taking a picture like, oh, my best friend. And should, so I'm like, you. You should have like so a, um, some sort of like membership group for all your exes and go yeah, to a man. dinner, like, you know. We'll see how it is then. See, they're all friendly. And you know what? I don't know. They'll be she would with never, each other, but. She would never let any one of her friends talk to me. Like, no. And I, but I see her just doing whatever, and I'm just always so cool. Like, I should just beat up one of her boys and just, <laughs> just because. Like, can't date <laughs> her. Because. Yeah, I mean, just, you can't. Yeah. It was, no, do, you, do you know why? Do you know why I wouldn't let one of my friends talk to any of my friends talk to you? I, I don't really know. Are we talking about like girls that are friends? Or yeah. Is that what you mean? Okay. Like, like, yeah. her, like, like, like I've been around dudes and I'm cool, but she would never let like any of her friends or the females she know. Or, oh, like, ever try to? They, 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 they used to try, but she why won't not? let them. She won't let them. First of all, I'm overprotective. Okay. Like, period. Like, I'm like, no, get somewhere to sit down. And he said it earlier. I see him as so much younger. So if they're my friends and they're with me, I'm like, he's a kid, even though we, <laughs> we're only like but it's a cool, few years apart. Yeah. But I see him as like, you know, you see somebody as your little whatever relative. She's the babysitting me. That's what. Right. You throw my way then. That's right. <laughs> I mean, look. Yeah, you. go ahead. Yeah. Where is, what's her name when you say y'all get to Where is she at? Yeah, look, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> so I'm like, I should just, just one day, I should one day just like when she has a boyfriend, just beat him up. You can't date my cousin. Yeah. I should just do it one you should time. Should do it one day, man. One I time was, on Jeep. I was I was literally blocking in that very way. I was I didn't beat I didn't beat them up because they were my friends, but I was like, no, nah, don't talk to him. It was awkward. And I, then <laughs> I didn't want any of them like it to get muddy, right? Because he's yeah. cool like me. Yeah. And he's good. He's good to his women. I do yeah. know that. Yeah. Right. I do know that. Yeah. But I didn't want it to get muddy because if he talks to them and he's like one of my I can't even yeah. say this because people might my, my other relatives. He's one of my favorites. I get what you're saying. Right. Yeah. And so it would get muddy. Like if he messed up or they met whoever messed up, and that's my friend and that's my cousin. Now I'm like, God damn. You gotta make a decision who you're gonna but you know you're gonna pick I, well, I was gonna say it wouldn't be a decision. But, but I'm she so cool. Go. I'm so cool that I'm gonna say, Hey, I'll fall back, cousin, I'll just see you on Facebook. Yeah. I'm just cool. <laughs> Stay with your friend. Man, it I don't another thing. Mike's like, yeah, I'll take, I'll take some of that bleed. Family, I'll just take some bleed over too. I want to say something else about our family, if mm-hmm. you don't mind. I have gotten so many inboxes and little texts today about how they're trying to see the show. Nobody ever watches the show. <laughs> <laughs> they never, they never watch me. I, you know, I, hey man, why is, my, why is he not watching? Why they, I have to text it to them. Today's the day. Let yeah, know we'll get yeah, the, never, the a special never, release. Never, no, no. What I'm saying is they've all been asking even before today. Like, what time tomorrow? Because she's on the show. Nobody uh, cares about me. Yeah. Well, that's Whatever. It. Nobody cares about me. She's they the one. Do. She brings the shine, man. Yeah, you you yeah, know, that's what it cool. is. Don't worry. I'm going to be on it somewhere. <laughs> Look how we just wore white today. Like, real talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real talk. <laughs> so, I do have one more thing I wanted to ask you about uh, acting. I'm so scared. Your questions have scared me so much. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> I got it. Um, how do you prepare for a role? Like we talked about, uh, Hector and how he stayed in the wheelchair the whole time. Yeah. Uh, what about you? When you're preparing for Mrs. Dipsworth, do you become her? And is there a process that you kind of go through? Uh, there is for her because she is a British woman and my British accent is really terrible. <laughs> so I, it's like a warm up. Like I, I walk around just 
speaking in this very British, it, it's not going to sound good because I have vocal cord surgery right now, so it's weird, but I walk around speaking in this very operatic British voice and I'm constantly going, oh dear, Michael, <laughs> why would you ask me that? <laughs> you know, and so I, I like do it for like a day. Um, preparing for her, I got on everybody's nerves because well, I did it for like two months. Do your friends ask you to role play? <laughs> I'll, be like, I'll be like, I want some dips worth right now. <laughs> Yeah, have you ever had a boyfriend that wanted Mrs. Dipsworth? No. First of all, I... Oh, man, y'all can't ask her that. I don't know how I would risk Only on the Gen X Talk podcast would you get this. And I'm yeah. sitting here thinking, gosh, how many people can I tag? Is I can't get a post How many personalities can she do? So many. So many. So, yes. Damn. Okay, so my husband, God rest his soul... I had done so many. Notice she say husband to try to make it all sound. No. Kind of, we don't want to hear about him. Let's hear about the other ones that are here. We can talk. We can tag. <laughs> we have a tag. And he knows all of them. So it's like, her. But now, nah, you know, sometimes, not Mrs. Dipsworth because that would be creepy. But there's been others. Like I do a, this is actually creepy also. I do a one woman Etta James show live. Mm. And she is. She is everything Etta James was. She's brassy and she's lewd and she's sensual and she's in touch with herself and she is just, she's a boss. Mm. And so seeing me in that realm, also with the blonde wig, I guess just gave a whole other thing because when I Mm. performed it mostly, the person I was with at that time, he was like, I ain't trying to be funny, but secretly you could keep that blonde wig. (laughs) Secretly, (laughs) shit. I wouldn't be like that. I'd be all vocal. I'd be like, look, I want her <laughs> so want on a Etta Sunday, a Sunday kind of love, right? I want Ed on Sunday. Yeah. I want Dipsworth on Monday. You could definitely date a cheater. <laughs> but you have to cheat. Exactly. You be a different person. Exactly. <laughs> and could. again, I'm that cool girl. So I'd be like, all right, cool. I got the whole collection. You know, like who? who I want long shots on Tuesday. <laughs> I want nurse on Wednesday. But, but this is who I want to be, man. I want to be a man. Do you, like, she's friend, like, this stuff she's saying is true. Like, how do you keep these guys in line? Oh, man, this is lovely. This is lovely. We're going to part two with her, you know, but we're running kind of into the end of the show now. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah we definitely have to have you back. The short answer to your question is I prepare for roles by really engulfing myself in it. If they smoke. And I'm not a smoker and I have asthma, but if they smoke, I might spend a week before that just practicing smoking so that in that moment, mm. I don't choke or cough or do something. I, I watch other people who do it. So I know how to hold my hand. <laughs> I know how to, is he a smoker? No, no. I'm saying that's what he should have did for the ranch video. He should have practiced. Like you should have practiced. Advice for you. Well, she's saying adjectives that he does naturally choke, suck now. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, that's an actor of about. a different kind. No, I want to let you know. I'm talking about how he didn't like ranch. He didn't. She, she oh, I was talking about. No, well, see, what tracking it? Anthony Steele or some shit? No, I was talking. This is real. I'm talking real. No, that's not what I was talking. I was talking about. Google. I'm gonna Google just so you know, Mike. I was. Remember the Wingstop commercial? I'm saying if he had ate ranch for like a week, he could have got used to it. Oh man, that's nice. <laughs> that's cool. I gotta dig around. I know that commercial exists somewhere. You should. You if should. we can find it, it. Is. it is. You wanna yeah. close this out? No, real quick, real quick. DVA Productions, give a shout out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We gotta tell them that. We got. Yeah, to absolutely. Yeah. Amazing nonprofit DVA Productions. It's my theater company. We primarily focus on uh, education outreach. Uh, we have a show coming up with the Irving Arts Council October twenty eighth called Driving Miss Sadie. I wrote it. I'm directing it. Uh, it's going to be amazing. Coming to that side again. What is it? 
Uh, DVAproductions.org. DVAproductions.org. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And our Facebook is probably the best place because that's where my assistant posts everything. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jennifer. Oh. Um, What's up, Jen? What up, Jen? <laughs> um, yeah, DVA Productions. And then just all of the other social media. Like, yeah. if you just kind of Google Sharan Goodspeed Keaton, everywhere I'm going to perform pops up. Uh, so I'm constantly singing my band, the Copper Tones, uh, my jazz trio. Um, is always in full effect. Uh, I'm always singing, dancing, acting, writing, producing. Uh, check out my next movie that's going to be popping up. It's called Just Say It. Uh, we just came back from a big premiere in L.A. Yeah. So just a lot of stuff going on. And just, just don't call her phone. She's not going to answer. She's not going to return um, the phone. I, I, would just, I will text, Catch her. text me. Text me. Text me. Text. Text me. Well, man. This has been a lot of fun, and we <laughs> definitely appreciate you joining us today. But I think that is going to be it for this episode. So, hey, everybody watching um, or listening today, make sure you like, subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow our Spotify, give us a review, five stars if you love us, five stars if you hate us. And uh, until next time, bye. 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 Keep the dream alive. <laughs> Love it.